is a Boardwalk Audio podcast. Hello and good news. I'm your host, Hannah Cannongator. This is the podcast where I sit down with a guest and tell them stories about people, places, and current events that are affecting the world in a positive way. This week, my guest is the very funny and talented jack-of-all-trades, Rose Arscott. Rose is a comedian and a performer, and she has also tried her hand at directing. You should check out her most recent directing uh, project, USA Party Girl, on YouTube. Um, She also has a very awesome body-positive blog called The Feast, which you can find at gardenparty.org, which is just kind of a cool site in general. You should take a look. Uh, To go along with that, my favorite YouTube of hers is Bikini Body Fitness Parody. It's my favorite because it's all about being freaking cool about bodies, you guys. Um, You can find Rose on the Instagram at at postal, P-O-S-L-E, and postal draws because she also makes dope art. And if you're in L.A., you'll probably see her butt all around town performing on the improv scene. We're going to get right to that good news. But before we do, just a quick little sidebar. If you like the podcast, please rate and review it on iTunes. It's the only way to get this little good news machine noticed in the search results and just out there into the rest of the world. Also, it totally makes my day to see that someone enjoyed hearing some good news. Okay, second sidebar. Do you shop for things on Amazon? Well, aside from the ratings and reviews, the best way to support the show is by going to boardwalkaudio.com slash good news and clicking that little button that says support our artists. That will take you to Amazon where you just kind of shop around and do your stuff like you normally would. Then when you check out, Amazon kicks back a little percentage of what they make to the show. And that little percentage helps me keep the show a-going. So very cool, right? Okay, housekeeping time is over. Let's talk about some of that sweet, sweet good news. 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 Hello. It's time we had some frickin' real good news. Yeah. Hello, and good news, everybody. I'm here with Rose R. Scott. Yay! Yay! Um, I should make sure my phone's on Don't Disturb. Yes. Uh, here we are. We're in my living room and my couch, and we're going to talk all about some good news this week. Yay. Yes. Uh, so the first story that I want to tell you is about, it's an app called Tippy Talk, which I, lo- I just oh, already was like, man. I'm into it. I don't even yes. care what it is. <laughs> it does not matter. It's already great. That's great news already that mm-hmm. there's an app named Tippy Talk. But it's an app that um, a dad developed as a way to communicate with his his daughter, who is... Have you seen it? Yes, I saw this. Oh, my God. I've been watching so many videos on Facebook and crying about oh, recently. Yeah. <laughs> and that was definitely one of them. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so she has... She's not... Um, she has autism, and she is nonverbal. And so... 
there's like already um, systems and things like that in place to use photos and Mm -hmm. uh, photo communication and image communication. But he wanted to make it so you could do it in an app so that they could talk to you even if you're not in the room mm-hmm. uh, or c- so they could send you a text w- from wherever they are. Or even, I guess uh, another part of it was like, um, I feel like uh, when you don't have autism, you being away from people and not communicating with them is a bad thing. But when you do have <laughs> autism and you're nonverbal, yeah. like, it can be really frustrating to be standing in a room with somebody and not be able to communicate with him with them. So I think his idea was they can go into a different room, like figure out their thoughts, look at images and then be able to like send a message. I love that so much. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, I don't know. Communication is like, I think it's a really beautiful thing. And like, uh, when someone doesn't have like the freedom that the rest of us have, it can be Mm -hmm. so frustrating because we're all just like chatting back and forth all the time. And we have this kind of, free zone of like I feel something yeah you now know yeah and yeah giving someone that freedom is really special I think it's so important and and it's like um figuring out how somebody else communicates and yet being able to trans I just watched Arrival last night have you seen it yet no but someone told me (laughs) it's great It's really good. It's that's kind of what it made me think of that immediately because that's what the entire thing is about mm-hmm. is basically like how we communicate and the idea of if aliens landed on our planet, how would we com- begin to communicate with them when yeah. we have no idea how they communicate? It's I don't know. I've been thinking about this a lot recently about how like how we communicate anyway and how like it's tricky to communicate with someone and like regardless because you can't read anyone's mind and Mm -hmm. like we you're trying to always like navigate other people and Mm -hmm. uh I learned something very key in college that you can't like ever assume yeah like if you want someone to know that you won't need something or want something you just have to tell them yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah you gotta be honest yeah because that's that's when the fights happen like that's when the the stuff those weird things in relationships where you're like, well, you didn't do this. And it's like, well, how was I supposed to know? know? Yeah. And different people, yeah, communicate in different ways based on past experiences Mm -hmm. they've had. So what you might think is them doing something careless Mm -hmm. is like actually just them communicating differently. I was talking to a friend of mine who has, um, sometimes she'll like, she, I think this is a really special, cool thing about her mm-hmm. that, like, she'll be experiencing something and then she'll go away and kind of, like, not literally walk out of the room, but, like, <laughs> she, she'll, like, take that feeling or that information and she'll mm-hmm. take it away and she'll deal with it on her own and kind of decide how she wants to present that information to the person. Yeah. I think it's, like, a really considerate way of dealing with her insides yeah but I know it can be frustrating for other people because they're like why don't you just tell me and it's like well respect the fact that she's like figuring it out so that she's not coming to you with just like garbage yeah um yeah I communicate in a similar way it if if I'm upset about something I will 
like if Charles and I are having a thing and I feel upset at him, mm-hmm. I can't, I have to spend like a long time thinking about exactly how I want to articulate yes. what I'm feeling because I, ne- I don't want to word vomit something that I might not actually mean at all, mm-hmm. you know, and then end up hurting him in a way that was had like nothing to do with what I was feeling. Yeah. Um, and he, it works out because he actually kind of communicates similarly that's good uh you're um, in a relationship with someone and that's not the case yeah um yeah i also words are so important yeah i you know there's that saying like sticks and stones may break your bones but Mm -hmm. words can never hurt you or whatever it is yeah i don't agree (laughs) it's a huge no i words are like really powerful and like if if we can learn anything from this nonsense that's going on in Mm -hmm. the the White House, like words affect people so much. So much. And they're so important. And I just hate the disregard for them that happens across the board and they're like the gaslighting and all of that stuff. I just think it's, I'm just like, don't, words mean something. They matter. Yeah. Yeah. I would way rather have somebody throw a rock at me than (laughs) say something like Like shitty terrible. Yeah. Because then you you think about that for a long time. I just read a really good uh, article from actually a place I'm going to mention later, but it came out right after the election and I I just didn't see it until just now. But um, it's all about how maybe at this point we will start moving into a society of empathy and like the please stop please stop always pointing the finger at the other side Mm -hmm. like that's why we are where we are right now what we need to do is start listening to each other and like understanding we are all in the same world and like combating hate with more frustration and more hate it's it doesn't mean like be passive it just means like how can you communicate in a way that is not i'm right you're wrong yeah i since january i think i've been like taking a very clear stance across the board of like i am gonna approach all of this with compassion and empathy like it's my whole life like i'm just like whatever i'm doing i want to look at it through that lens yeah um it really doesn't matter what it is yeah whether I'm getting gas or Mm -hmm. having a serious conversation with someone. Uh, But I also realize like when people are garbage to me, Mm -hmm. uh, it, I don't necessarily have to be like the, the empathy stuff can be directed at myself and like the compassion has, can be directed at myself. It doesn't have to be like a thing where someone hurts me and I'm like, how can I take care of you? Yeah. Yeah. Like I can, I can be hurt and then be like, how can I take care of me? Yeah. Oh, that's re- that's a good thought. I like that. Yeah, because um, yeah, it's always a fine line between you want to empathize, you want to always try and understand what, like usually somebody is hurting you because they are something that made them angry or made them hateful. Yeah. And so like trying to understand that without saying that's okay. Yeah, and you also like, can't fix all of it. No, you can't. But trying to like realize that, okay, this is coming from something else Mm -hmm. some past that they have that is making them react that way i'm not gonna say it's okay but i'm just gonna understand that and then yeah yeah, i'll take care of myself so freaking hard though oh my god way easier said than done (laughs) i want to i always try and remind myself like just day to day when i'm getting frustrated i just try and remember like be patient be kind be patient be kind 
So tough though. But um oh yeah, tippy tacky. Tippy tack. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um Has obviously it-, it applies to a much bigger picture because we just like went off on it forever, yeah. which I think is why I like this so much. Has it been used for like is it just something that he's using or is it something that is being used across the board. So he developed it as an app for his daughter, and then they have made it an accessible app for everyone. And what is cool about it is basically what you do is you download it, um, and it's like a tablet mm-hmm. situation or on a phone or a tablet, and you uh, customize it for whatever – like you customize images related with – emotions or needs that they understand and like apply specifically to them yeah to help and so it's not like any app is the same Mm -hmm. like what he has for his daughter will be different than what somebody programs for theirs and it translate it translates it into a text which then gets sent to their phone that's awesome like his daughter gets to choose when it comes up there's a photo of her mom or her dad, and so she, like, chooses which one she's trying to say something to and then chooses a series of images Yeah, that she feels like explains how she feels, and then it translates it into a text. It's making my heart so warm. I know. I love it. <laughs> I love it so much. There was a um, – I don't know if this was on – I can't remember which podcast this was that I was listening to, but they were talking about um, someone's son who had autism, and he, like – Learned to communicate through Disney movies? Yes, I was just listening. I didn't listen to the whole thing, but I was in my car and I heard an interview of this this weekend. I don't know more than that. (laughs) (laughs) Useless reference. (laughs) No, uh, oh, I wish I remembered that because that would have been a good one to follow this up with. But it was a similar thing. Like he really identified with different images or sayings in the movies and would like repeat them and, um, yeah, it has to do with, like, the imagery is how people who are nonverbal communicate, which makes total sense. Yeah, makes sense. It's what you see every day. Um, let's see. There were some quotes that I liked. Um, so, our solution allows a person living with a verbal disability to communicate by translating customized pictures into personalized text messages, which are then sent to family um whoops sorry I already kind of explained that I had uh, a I had a friend growing up who lived down the street uh who uh she ha- had a disability and she couldn't I mean she can speak but it's very difficult to like get a yeah. sentence out um but like we all grew up together and we all like played in each other's backyards and we spent a lot of time in each other's houses and like she you know was a part of that group and like um her parents had a similar thing but it was like huge technology for them to have to buy yeah um but it was like she would tap in images and then it would speak for her Mm, interesting Um, it was still pretty slow but it was faster than her having to like communicate and it was just like speeding up that uh process was so much easier for like just play to happen yeah because like we would all just play together and then you know she would it would be i imagine incredibly frustrating to be like i you know i have this thought but yeah. it's gonna take me forever to get this this out yeah and so like giving her a little bit more speed mm-hmm. i think was like immensely helpful totally i imagine it would be a little bit like 
That feeling when you're trying to say a sentence and then all of a sudden there's a word that you can't think of, but you know yeah. what it is yeah, yeah, and yeah. you just can't, you're like, what is that freaking word? Yeah. Uh, I imagine that's what it would feel like yeah. off, like all the time. Yeah. It's like, you're, I have a clear thought in yeah. my head and I can't. She had a sticker on her fish tank, which I always really loved. And it was like, just because I can't speak doesn't mean I can't hear you. Ooh, I just thought, I was like, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. Wait, here's, I think this is the, uh, da, da, da. uh, tippy talk is a, un- is unique in that it removes the person with the verbal disability from the limitations of the same room communications and by doing so increases and promotes communication, independent choice, and provides a platform for social inclusion while also reducing the frustration for the person in the entire supported network. So, those were all kind of jargon quotes I realized I pulled. (laughs) He had, like, some very beautiful ones, and I did not. (laughs) You're just, like, highlighting things that, like, this is how it works. (laughs) Great! (laughs) I did not copy at all what I wanted to. I think that independence portion is really important. Yeah, that's kind of what I wanted to highlight was, like, eh, promote... I got you there. <laughs> like waving my arms. Yeah. Um, yeah. I feel like he said it so much more beautifully somewhere else on his website, though. <laughs> These are the logistics. Uh, anyway. Well, that's Tippy Talk. I love it. Love the name. Love the whole thing. Um, the next little thing that I found. Mm-hmm. Uh <clears throat> It's called Manichi Newspaper. So it's this Japanese newspaper that uh, got developed that is made from recycled plant matter. Have you seen this too? No, I'm just like, (laughs) when you start telling me something, I keep getting so excited. (laughs) What's it going to be? I wish everyone could see Rose's face. Because <laughs> it is exactly that. I was like, oh, do you know it? Your face looked like you were about to be like, yes, yes and yes. I know exactly about <laughs> No, just excited. <laughs> That's all that is. Oh, I love that so much. <laughs> Such a loser. I love it. No. That's why you're on the good news, man. I knew you would like it. Um yeah okay frick i thought i spelled this phonetically so that i would not forget what it is (laughs) and then i just like didn't uh manichi manichi i think it's manichi um so it's a japanese (laughs) just try a different a bunch of different ones and later find out what it is and then you can edit it yeah (laughs) it's just like an out of context manichi newspaper (laughs) yeah just do some adl Uh, so it's made from recycled plant matter and there's little tiny seeds within the newspaper and it's all plant matter. So when you're done with it, you rip it up and you put it in the yard and it turns into like little shrubs and greenery. That is beautiful. (laughs) I love it so much. That's wonderful. Is it just regular news or is it like plant news? Um... (laughs) (laughs) Today on Plant News... (laughs) 
I mean, there's a lot going on there. There is. I guess it could be like it would be cool if it was in all in some stuff about the environment. Um, it's a regular newspaper, though. That's amazing. Um, yeah, I will say I do think it's. I, <laughs> I'm just. <laughs> I'm just imagining like you get this new newspaper, but you don't know it has seeds in it. <laughs> Somehow it ends up in your garden. <laughs> yeah, and you're like, oh no! <laughs> you suddenly have all these like plants you didn't, but it's it's like really haphazard. Yeah, <laughs> you just like ha- suddenly have a crazy garden. You're like, I don't know what happened. <laughs> Maybe it was that newspaper I threw away. Or you're like subscribed to it, so you get one every week, and then after a while, you just have like way too many shrubs. <laughs> yeah, that that would happen to me for sure. Because I would want to plant every single one yeah yeah at least i guess uh so i guess a good thing is if you throw it in the dump Mm -hmm. like eventually it's just gonna become a plant okay uh but i yeah i think the idea is like plant it in your house but i guess there's only so many times you can do that yeah that's why i'm wondering like if it's like a new york times you get it daily and then you're just like too many plants it's uh yeah. It also makes me picture, like, if you didn't know that there were the seeds in it, you know how chia seeds, they, like, will just sprout on pretty much anything? What if it was only chia seeds? <laughs> <laughs> just, like, <laughs> just chia pets in your garden? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. I didn't realize what chia pets were. And Charles got one from a baseball game. It was like as one you of, do. Yeah, it was like one of the players as a chia pet, and I was thinking of Gia pets, which are like the little tamagotchis. Yes. So when he said they were getting free Gia pets at You're the like, Dodgers game, I was like, bring oh. me one. <laughs> but I realized I hate Gia pets. They really creep me out. Yeah, they're very I don't awful. Like it. I don't like it at all. No, no, no. Charles loved it, and he got he like also wanted to start putting chia seeds like on our bathroom tiles so that our bathroom tiles would like sprout greenery. And I was like, oh, oh. boy, <laughs> I was like, I can't have that. I will. Yeah, look. it's they're so gross to me. I don't know why. It's because they're so tiny and yeah. they like sprout. They just look like it. It looks like it doesn't belong. Yeah. It looks like a fungus. That thing of like putting them on the bathroom tile reminds me of my mom. Uh, <laughs> not because she like puts seeds on the bathroom tiles or anything. Uh, she, she's an architect and she does. Uh, she just really wants to have a green wall. Ah. Uh, just like uh-huh. a wall that is all. Shrubs. Plant. Yeah, shrubs. <laughs> is this what you call plants? <laughs> or do you imagine all. I've just only said shrub <laughs> every time I'm yeah. like, It's like your basic shrub. Yeah. Like, I think Hannah doesn't know what plants are. Oh, I love that kind of shrub. <laughs> Someone gives you a bouquet of flowers. Oh, shrubs, my, my favorite. favorite. <laughs> yeah. She actually had one, ended up having one because she did this, um, like, a community garden thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it had, like, all edible plants on it oh that's yeah. cool wait it was a like wall salad well it was kind of it was like a <laughs> <Like salad>. <laughs> <laughs> salad wall <laughs> no it was like a um it was like a chain link i guess and then they had i'm like misremembering now not misremembering i'm just like yeah was having it, a hard time was it like a thing that they were in or were they attacked there must have been a thing they were in but it was all salad stuff <laughs> 
I just have a picture of it being like a wall in your house and your mom waking up in the morning and like pulling a flower off and yeah. eating it. I mean, that's pretty ideal. That would be her, that's her best dream. situation. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Um. Okay. Number three this week mm-hmm. is, this is also kind of old news, but another thing I just discovered. Good news. Old <laughs> news. <laughs> you need to have like, um little sound bites yeah just like good news old Old news news. bad news (laughs) (laughs) i used to plug i need to start doing this because i said i was going to do it every week but like for the first several episodes i had every time i got to animal corner like whoever my guest was would just automatically sing and like sing a jingle for animal (gasps) corner without really thinking of it (laughs) and so then i would start plugging uh, whoever it was from the week before into theirs, Aww. and then like doing. So I should start doing that again. Now I'm gonna be completely silent for the next twenty <laughs> minutes, just thinking <laughs> of a jingle. I'm like, okay, <laughs> la 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 la, animal. <laughs> we'll see when we get there. We'll see what I got. Uh, okay. So this one is about uh, Marvel Comics just started a new uh, comic called The Unstoppable Wasp, Mm -hmm. which is a female character who is like a, uh, who's like a super scientist um, wasp lady. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so they, the idea came from, they wanted to do some outreach to like women in science and Mm -hmm. also it's called wasps and wasps. (laughs) (laughs) um and stem which is i forgot to look oh science technology engineering and math Mm -hmm. so they wanted to do a reach out to that specifically for women and so there is uh the main character's name is nadia pym Mm -hmm. and she just started in january and so she like goes on these adventures all the times, all the all, all the, the times, all the <laughs> oh, times. Um, and she there's a digital version and a printed version, and in each, like, uh, why can't I think of what it's called? It's not an episode. Uh, a comic is a all that's going on in my head is episode, episode, episode. <laughs> <laughs> I want to draw. Po- photo of it yeah uh edition uh, oh edition no. sounds right uh, i think that might be a that's newspaper a bit snooty <sighs> what the crap is that word i don't, I don't know. know i i wish there was a tablet in front of me so i could choose what it was and then i would text <laughs> it to everyone who everyone you knew <laughs> <laughs> um Anyway, at the beginning of each edition slash episode, <laughs> <laughs> there's a, a letters page where somebody, um, one of Nadia's scientist friends, like, uh, writes into her and they contact actual, like, lady scientists who are out in the world doing cool stuff. And then they talk about, like, oh, why did she- Nadia ask me to be on the thing that this week? And what advice it, like did she want from me? Well, let me tell you. Um, like the first, and then they draw a comic of the lady scientist, 
like the first episode one is um so the listeners at home we're looking at a picture yeah it's a it's a beautiful comic lady she's got a cute pixie cut oh great and she's a paleontologist that's dinosaurs guys um and so she it's just like encouraging girls to be smart and they talk about what they do and why it's awesome and they that's fantastic yeah um can i tell you something about uh doing science in school oh my god that was my cat what did he push over he pushed over a painting (laughs) oh man he really does not like that painting (laughs) it's a painting of cats (laughs) like i don't like it man uh what were you just saying oh so yeah when i was in school Mm -hmm. in i suppose it would be what secondary school which would be Maybe middle school or high school. I don't know. What a, what great what grade? I don't know because we it, we have it. It's different in England. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like I don't know. I was, I don't know. I was an age. <laughs> How old were you? Um, let's say like thirteen. Okay, thirteen to fifteen. Like middle school or high school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we don't know. We'll figure it out eventually. But um, I was in science class and I really hated it, but not because I wasn't interested. Yeah. I just hated it because I was like, they would tell us like what we were trying to prove with experiments and quote unquote experiments. And I was yeah. like, but it's already been proved, like proven. Is it proven? Yeah. Proven. Pro- it's not proved. Yeah. For sure. proven. <laughs> okay. it, and and I was like, I want to discover things. Oh. Like, I don't want to be doing stuff. I want to, like, think about something that we don't know what the answer is going to yeah. be and then figure that out. Over, like, a real scientist. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to be doing these. Was it like you were doing setup experiments? Yeah, it was like, how long does it take me to go moldy? And oh. I was like, I don't know, it says on the package. <laughs> Let's figure out space. <laughs> I got bigger dreams yeah. here. Uh, <laughs> That's so funny. That makes sense because now that I'm thinking about it, I always hated those exercises Mm -hmm. kind of for the same reason because it's like, what's your hypothesis? And it was always like a dumb workbook that you had to like, you're like, okay, well, my hypothesis is that this will eventually decompose or something. Yeah. And it's like, but phrase it in the scientific way. Yeah, it was like busy work for something you already knew. Yeah. And I used to really, I got really frustrated (laughs) with my science teacher because he... He didn't want to teach science. He wanted to be like a politician. Like, and he was very open about that. He was like doing this so that he could eventually <laughs> run for office. That's such an hysterical career route. Like I can't run for office until the prerequisite is being a high school science teacher. <laughs> and I just like I was such a I don't know precocious I suppose mm-hmm. kid and so I just like cha- he would just have us sit and copy out of the book oh that's, that's all worst. we did and I was like you know Mr. Cook I want to learn about what's going on and like tell me you know let's really investigate these things and I want to think about my aunts I don't want to just copy them out of the book and he was like please just sit down (gasps) you could have been a scientist Rose and he stifled you he He had a scientific mind (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's the mind of a scientist is to want to find out stuff Uh, it's my lost career oh I mean maybe your career path is you're a comedian in order to be a scientist (laughs) Like, I'm doing this comedy thing, so eventually I can become a scientist. 
I love that idea kind of for a bit so much of like an obscure path in order to be something else. I, I like that too. Uh, well, I can't work for CSI until I'm done laying pa- I can't think of any careers all of a sudden. <laughs> Uh, 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 making salad, making salad, um, shrubs. I could not think of a single career. CSI, laying paint. Um, um, I'm glad they're doing outreach for wasps, though. That's really awesome. me too. That's really we need awesome. those wasps. I feel uh, bad about honestly. the wasps. Yeah, yeah. I think there's a wasp's nest outside my Hell? back door. <laughs> So <laughs> my brain uh yeah i don't know i just saw something yesterday and i was like oh oh yeah they're all all the bees mm-hmm. are going away we're screwed if they do do you watch black mirror i can like handle a little bit of it i'm very sensitive <laughs> i feel that it's really and kind I, of upsetting and i don't i don't have a partner right now mm-hmm. so like I have to watch it with someone and then they have to stay the night. (laughs) (laughs) Like anything that's mildly like, not scary, but like, like puts, puts things in, puts questions in my head. head. (laughs) Puts ideas in my head. I I need a man here. I got ideas in my head. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I hate to say it, but yes. (laughs) <laughs> really can be any man it doesn't matter or woman anyone just, i feel that yeah it just has to be like i watch an episode and then have a sleep so, and then yeah somebody's there to mm-hmm. talk it through with and or that i when i would eventually because this is gonna happen bolt up in the middle of the night because <laughs> my dreams have been so intense or i yeah. hear a sound that there's someone there and i'm not like all alone with my cats yeah yeah i get that there this season I don't think I would have been doing okay after the there's the video game one, uh-huh. like the second episode of this season, and yeah. it really made me uncomfortable. There's one about bees, though. Didn't I might be imagining this, and it might be fake news. <laughs> uh, oh, that's another soundbite you can make. Yeah. Fake news. Fake news. <laughs> um, like a robo bee. Maybe mm-hmm. look it up, and it might be your good news for next time. Oh, so, oh, God, no, I'm going to be freaked out because that's the, that's exactly what the Black Mirror one is about. Maybe it was a Black Mirror episode. (laughs) (laughs) They make all these robotic bees in order to keep things pollinated. Great. And eventually somebody shitty gets a hold of, like, the controls of the robotic bees. (gasps) And it's... What do they do? They, like, uh... Spoiler alert. Spoiler. (laughs) They, they target... (laughs) <laughs> it's like sort of a it's almost I think it's a two hour long episode so it could be a movie Ooh. and it's a very convoluted plot of like they target people who do shitty who end up being like basically cyber bullied on Twitter for doing something shitty it's that idea of like social media like somebody doing something shitty yeah. and it going viral and social media attacking them over and over and over again it's like a newscaster who says something bad and so the whole world is like this person's awful and they use this certain hashtag and once it gets to a certain amount the bee (gasps) dude like uses the bees to kill that person oh my god it's a lot i'm feeling so much fear right now (laughs) 
Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's a whole lot. I'm sorry if nobody saw that episode yet, uh, but it's two hours long, so I mean, you know, it's too long. <laughs> most movies aren't even that long. I know. Who has time for that? Yeah, I, I did apparently <laughs> this one time, but during the whole thing, I was like, this is a long episode, and I don't. Don't. I don't know. It's real convoluted. But yeah, so uh, I think Robotic Bees. I have mixed feelings about it. Well, good thing they're fake news. <laughs> I should see if that's uh, real. <laughs> it's probably not, to be honest. You know what you can watch what? all by yourself on the Black Mirror from this season? Is this San Ju- yeah. yeah, I've seen it. I cried for an hour and a half afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> I could not stop. Oh, it was a good. It was a good app. It was a good app. <laughs> We we were trying to like move on with our evening, and I just couldn't. <laughs> I just kept. I think I did that after her. Mm, yeah, and I don't know what why. <laughs> I still don't know. Can't pinpoint I just, what emotion. I just that lost triggered. my shit after her. I just couldn't. That's good. Yeah, I had a I had very many emotions. <laughs> Sorry, I get distracted by staring into your cat's eyes. I know he's he's goody. Yeah. He's a fuzzball. Ooh, so now we're on the GoFundMe of the week. Yay! Um, every week I go troll GoFundMe. No, I don't troll. Hey. <laughs> no, this is totally uh-huh. the wrong vocabulary. I get on GoFundMe and I <laughs> you just troll all those nice people. <laughs> nice fundraiser, <laughs> asswipe. Oh, man. That'd be so awful. I got so many good oh. wishes and I'm going to take them down. <laughs> Oh, boy. <laughs> What's the right word? Why can't I think of any words that I want to use? It's um, like what I was talking about. I think it but it, it, it could be troll, but, like, not troll. It's There's like a different troll. word for it. <laughs> Are you saying a scroll? Like, troll. No, like, troll. Like, uh, like, and uh, now I'm just thinking of gardening stuff. <laughs> I'm just thinking of you with a trowel. Oh, gotcha. Oh. Digging through. We're doing, we're doing great, guys. I stock I stock off on me. It sounds there's another word for it. Well. And I've said it before. Anyway You hit up GoFundMe. I go on GoFundMe. Some and good I, vibes. Yeah, I go around and look at a bunch of stuff. And this week I found just love this idea. Uh this one is called Hate Has No Home Here. And it's the North Park neighborhood in Chicago, mm-hmm. which is home to people of all ages, races, and religions. We speak different languages here, have all kinds of families and identities, shared varied interests and abilities. What we have in common is that we find a home here and we're all welcome. To demonstrate our continued commitment to a community where we all feel safe, we have developed signs that you can display on your front lawn or a window reaffirming that hate has no home here. Um, so they basically made all of these signs and the GoFundMe is to be able to print them all regardless of if somebody from the neighborhood can print it, has the money to print it or not. So you can sign up. If you live in North Park neighborhood and would like to request a sign or a poster, please complete our order form. And then the money from this GoFundMe pays for people to have it. If you are outside of the North Park neighborhood, you're welcome to download and print the poster yourself or have a local printer make one for you. Um, and then it has links to that. And then it has this little thing. By downloading to the artwork, you are agreeing to the following. 
This graphic is for non-commercial use only. Any money's raised to use for that one's. <laughs> this graphic is non-political. It's not claimed by any political party nor any political movement, and no derivatives or alterations can be made to this graphic other than additions of hate has no home here in additional languages. Um, I really like it so much. Yeah, me too. That's so. Um, yeah, show me. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah. It's just like a blue poster with an American flag inside of a heart, and it says, hate has no home here, real huge, in a bunch of languages. It's very it's very uh, well-intentioned, I think, and, like, <clears throat> I don't mean that to sound condescending. I realized it sounded kind of no, when I, it came out of my mouth. <laughs> well, their intentions are <laughs> fine. No, no, because no, I, I always think about, like, uh, sort of what, what are the kind of in consequences of mm-hmm. the things that we do. Well, it's like what we were talking about earlier, the empathy thing and mm-hmm. different people and yeah. communications and how people react to different things. Yeah. And signaling that, you mm-hmm. know, it's like sig- signaling your good intentions Yeah, in a way that you can't do always by, you know, you can't always do that by walking down the street. Yeah. You know, you can't, <laughs> although I do sometimes do this, <laughs> walk down with a big old grin on your face. <laughs> yeah. You do walk around like that. It's pretty great. I do. <laughs> you just look so happy. I, it's so funny because my resting face is so looks so upset and angry, <laughs> but I'm so jolly. <laughs> you are one of the most jolly people I know. <laughs> yeah. I just caught. I like was standing. I was standing outside. Just caught myself smiling. That's the best by myself. <laughs> like, oh, there oh. it goes. I love that. Yeah. No. I that uh, is so lovely. Yeah, I really like it. I also love that it's just like this very diverse neighborhood in Chicago. Yeah. Um, that's super diverse and everyone's like, yeah, we're doing like, I love that too because it's like an example of a melting pot situation mm-hmm. and people being like, we're doing fine. Yeah. that's <laughs> Like we are all getting along and living in a space with our own culture and our own like, but we're all surrounded by each other and yeah. But yeah, you know, it's that's one thing I noticed when I moved here because um, I grew up in London and London's by no means perfect. And, you know, <clears throat> uh, England's uh, it's it's got its own stuff going on right yeah. now. But um, I was so shocked by how segregated things are here. Really? Yeah, I was mm-hmm. that was m- the biggest shock for me. That's super interesting. Was being like, oh my gosh, like this is so, there's so much separation between people. Like we're, there's a lot of um, in kind of entrenched, you know, first of all, like racism and like mm-hmm. all of that stuff. But it's, yeah, it's just kind of, it's not conscious, necessarily conscious decisions on everybody's part but yeah it's, it's definitely like we're making choices on a daily basis that perpetuate that yeah all the time yeah that uh, a lot of times you're like not even aware of mm-hmm. yeah and yeah. yeah so i'm 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 a huge fan of that and i i like the idea of a neighborhood that's got it all going on man. yeah i know i because that can only mean good things i don't know like mixing it up yeah and just spreading uh, like i kind of want to print one yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I really like it. Oh, now we're on to small town news, which listeners I've decided will now be hometown news. So I'll look up something positive about where my guest is from and share it with them. Um, so La- Rose is from London. Um, and <laughs> what if I was like, no, I'm not. <laughs> I'm from but Delaware. your accent. <laughs> Why would you assume that about me, Hannah? That's, ugh. Why does this keep happening? <laughs> anyway, tell me about London. Sorry. Okay. So there is this, um, I love this one just because this was kind of the idea that I had with starting the good news. And then I discovered that there's this really cool um, media and magazine called Positive News, Mm -hmm. which started in London with um, the founder. It started in 1993 by Shauna Crockett Burroughs. And she is no longer alive in the world but she is oh, my cat is messing up everything <laughs> up in her house uh, but she founded it with the idea that um, that pe- that there's positive stuff happening in the world yeah. all the time and that um, we should highlight it and that um, that it uh, I want to just read the quotes that I found about it Freedom. but basically it's like a solution-focused newspaper. Um, it's it's all... Oh, here's her quote. It's all too easy to report on things when they're going wrong. It's immediate and it gets the attention. There's far more good news, but we just don't hear about it because it's people who are just getting on with it quietly. I also feel like that's such a British thing it's to say. It's so English. <laughs> As you were saying it, I was like, oh, back home. This feels good. <laughs> Just getting on with it. <laughs> Just getting on with it quietly. Um, so she founded a Positive News based on that idea. Um, it's also the world's first global media cooperative, which is financed totally by crowdfunding. Um, so a couple years ago, they started this project called Hashtag Own the Media Campaign, which is about... Um, they basically let everyone buy shares into their company. Okay. But regardless of how many shares you had, you your vote still counts the same. Oh, so it doesn't wow. matter. It's not like, oh, I own so many shares in this. Uh-huh. I have the biggest say. It's like anybody who owns shares gets to vote on board members, gets to like give feedback wow. on what how they think um what kind of stories and all, like all of that kind of thing. Oh, I like that a lot. I do too. Because that's the biggest problem with fake news <laughs> <laughs> is that, uh, you know, news is like owned by some company who doesn't yeah. want to talk about certain stuff because certain things are paying for that company and that company is paying for the, it's all like a big spiral of where, where's the money at. Um, so I really like that about I mean, even though obviously the people who are excited to be shareholders in positive news are people who like obviously trend turns <laughs> towards a certain type yeah. of media. Um, and I just like the idea that it's not owned by one person yeah. or one corporation. I'm very into that. Yeah. And so um, 
there's research that's been done that shows that a more positive outlook leads to increased creativity, which leads to more generosity and increased awareness of all our interconnectedness and shared goals. People are more likely to work for a collective good if they're motivated positively rather than reacting out of fear or negativity. (sighs) (laughs) Sorry, I might go sad because I'm, I just, I've been thinking about, can I talk about politics more? Is that yeah, that's fine. So awful. yeah, no, no, it's okay. I'd like to. Uh, it's funny because I used to not want to talk at all about it at all because I feel like it always ends up being negative. Mm-hmm. But I've found that like sometimes you can talk about it in a way that comes back around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just there's there's something that Trump says that really bugs me about like um I mean everything he says bugs right. me, but. Uh, <laughs> One of the things is, like, when he, he, he's like, why can't you talk about the nice things? Like, you always just focus on the bad things. Mm. And I'm like, of course, because it's, like, we have to be able to hold people accountable. Yeah. Um. So I, it's like, so I'm like, I, I, I hate when he uses yeah, that argument because yeah. he's, yeah. like, co-opting an argument that he, he just can't use. You yeah, know? yeah. It's like it's, it's inappropriate for him to talk about <laughs> yeah. that. It's like a big baby, yeah. you know what I mean? And then also gives a bad name to, like, people who do want to think yeah, about think positive, positive stuff. Things. Like, yeah. Yeah, I feel like you can't say it if you've just done something shitty, but the person who has to listen yeah. to you can decide to l- listen to something else. Yeah. Like, I think, I think that's the difference. Yeah, and I think it's also, like, saying it about yourself is different, different about, yeah. than saying it about the world, I suppose. Yeah. Like, uh... I think the difference is I can decide that instead of listening to whatever he did, whatever crazy thing is happening, mm. I can go and look for somebody who's like making a difference. Yes. And listen to them. Mm-hmm. That's the whole idea. He doesn't get it. You don't, if you're, you don't get to dictate what people listen and don't listen to. Mm-hmm. I think that's a great uh, antidote or remedy or salve. Uh, choose a word i don't know (laughs) (laughs) all of them apply so uh no it's like sort of listening to him and then also you know because to stay informed but then taking the time to like focus on voices that are generally marginalized and like you know listen to cool happy podcasts or listen to podcasts that are run by people like minorities and you know Mm -hmm. just yeah supporting supporting the things that well that's what i like the term uh that this um magazine and newspaper used is solution focused Mm -hmm. newspaper which i think is exactly the right term like okay yes this is happening what what are people doing that is making a solution? Yeah, because to that it's problem? so easy to feel helpless. Mm-hmm. Like that's the easy. That's the yeah. easy bit is being like, oh god. Yeah. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> this is shitty. This is shitty. Yeah. Which is kind of goes back to the like the hate thing and mm-hmm. how easy it is to react yeah. off of stuff and just be like, this is I hate this and this person did this. But I think that and that also engages in erasure. You know, mm-hmm. so it like your not acknowledging all the amazing work that people have been doing, you know, you and people are currently doing and yeah. want to do and are, you know, furthering us and making a better 
society for us to live in. Yeah. Um, if we focus so solely on the people who are bringing us down, we have to be aware of them. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Because, you know, to ignore them is to... To uh, say, it's like being passive or saying yeah. it's okay. But we also, but we shouldn't be like erasing the voices and the work that is done by people who are brilliant and brave and, and yeah. cool and strong. I feel like it's, a, I feel like it gives negativity more power when it's all you focus on. Mm-hmm. It like feeds off of that. Yeah. Um, which, yeah. Um, I'll read some quotes really quick of some of the people who write for the magazine. Um, so this is, uh, their journalists are usually like freelancers who write for them and then also other things. But, uh, so this is from Lauren Rizavi, who's a freelancer with them. She says, when I publish a story with positive news, people often get in touch to say that they felt inspired and did something brilliant after reading, such as getting involved with community projects or donating money to charity. The, that reaction to news is all too rare. It can make a real difference to people's lives and their perceptions about the society they live in. I like that one a lot. Yeah. Because it shows that, like, that just positive action creates further positive action. Yeah. Rather than – and I, uh, inversely, I feel like negative action creates further negative action. Yeah. Um, obviously, there you have to be aware of both, but – Um, So this is another uh, one of their editors, Aaron Miller. Uh, He said, but more than that, I believe in positive that positive news provides a vital function for our society. What we feed our minds matters. If we nourish it only with fear and despair, then that's the world we will unconsciously build. I'm proud to work for positive news because it shows me time and again that humanity is not so cruel and our problems not so insurmountable as we might be led to think. You don't change the world by shining a light on everything that's broken and bad. You change it by reminding us of who we really are and who we're striving to become. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, I love it. Oh, uh, yeah. That's really powerful. It just got me thinking about this thing of like feeding your mind, mm-hmm. like nourishment. Because um, we, we think about uh what we put in our bodies a lot like everyone's talking about yeah your body's the temple yeah feed it with but you have to you know if you're a person who wants to engage with the world and take things in you know some people just want to block it out yeah that's their choice um I prefer they didn't, but that's their choice. (laughs) (laughs) I prefer they didn't. (laughs) But yeah, no, it it is, it is a sort of like, how do you, how do you care for it? Uh, Like a Mm -hmm. a little tent to it, like a little garden. Yeah. Plant a a couple of shrubs. shrubs in there. (laughs) Some freaking shrubs. (laughs) Throw a couple of shrubs up in there. I see you a week from now and you've got like chia seeds growing out of your hair. <laughs> I took your advice. I got some new shrubs. <laughs> no, yeah, it's, it's sort of like a nourishment thing and mm-hmm. taking care of it. I mean, that's why we do things like uh, meditation and things like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, because, you know, I, I try to uh, make sure I'm like reading a couple articles a day. Yeah. 
at least. Like, that's my quota. Yeah, that's good. Um, <laughs> dude gets it. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> man, your cat be reading. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> reading so much. Um, I'm so distracted by your cat. What was I saying? Uh, oh, reading reading. A, a couple things a day. At least, and then like, because you can get bogged down in it. Yeah. Um, and it does make me feel awful. I I do it because I think it's really important to yeah. make sure I'm like staying informed. But it makes me feel terrible. <laughs> yeah, it's shitty. Some of it, I guess. Uh, some of it gets really repetitive too. Yeah. I combat it with. Uh, I I'll like draw. That's my. That's awesome. Like my remedy, but yeah. I, I I dig this. This is good. This is good. <laughs> oh, it's a new day. <laughs> uh, I saw your recent, most recent drawing of Steve Bannon. You did, right? Oh yeah, <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah, it's a great way to combat yeah. it. Well, no, I got done with that one. I felt worse actually. Because <laughs> so I was like, like why oh. did I just spend so much time drawing? <laughs> Steve Yeah, because I mostly like draw pictures of me sitting on the toilet and stuff like that. And that's <laughs> that's fun to me, but then yeah, I was like it's I I'm also trying to like put use my drawing as a as another way to deal with this mess. Yeah. Um and also you know, try and at least throw some I mean it's not funny, but it's also so bizarre that sometimes it is funny, you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. Um, and laughing at stuff is sometimes the only way to look at it. Yeah, well, that's where comedy comes from is, like, the whole idea of truth and comedy, and it actually mm-hmm. comes from a place of sadness all the time and being able to yeah. say that out loud and have everybody be like, oh, my God, I feel that way, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Laugh crying. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, drawing is uh, is a great tool for that. I find. Yeah, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, well, there's there's always been tons of quotes like since the election about this next four years is going to be the best four years for art and creativity and mm-hmm. music because that's where all that comes from is like, yeah. what do I do? Yeah, let's get some <laughs> protest songs. Yeah. Did you hear the song, uh, the late, the Women's March song? Mm-mm. Every time it makes me like weep. Oh, it's very, very good. That's awesome. You should listen to it because you'll cry. Yeah, I love that. And it's good crying. Just I've, sisterhood, you know? Yeah, love it. Uh, I've been listening to Lady Gaga's Born This Way several times <gasps> a day for the past like week and a half. Yeah. <laughs> this is such a good throwback. If you haven't listened to that song in a while, toss it on in your car. Um. Oh, now we're on uh, Animal Corner. You just did... You did a, a song, and I, I was going to do a song. Oh, no, that wasn't a song. It wasn't? No. I think you were singing a little bit. <laughs> I always kind of sing a little bit. Just a little bit. Do you, Here, you do one. Now I'm nervous. Animal corner. Okay, there you go. <laughs> you love, can cut that out and use so it. It's so hard for me to not laugh when people do it because I love it so much, but Aww. it sounds shitty then if I try and cut it into somebody else's later. Because it just and gets you being like... <laughs> 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 a little hug all of a sudden. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> oh, oh, boy, that's... Oh, that's, that's real funny. You're so funny. 
Uh, I'm very excited for this section. I know, dude. Animal Corner is always the jam. Um, Just a little tidbit about a rescue goat um, (laughs) whose name is Pearl. Lives in the... There's a place called Gentle Barn in Knoxville, which is basically a rescue san, a rescue sanctuary that uh, re, does rehab for abused animals. And there's a goat who lives on that farm named Pearl, and she loves the UPS man. <laughs> and so every time the UPS man comes, she runs <laughs> out to the truck and, like, waits for him to get out. But if he doesn't get out fast enough, she'll go into the truck. <laughs> And he told the owners, like, it's the best part of his day. Oh, my God. Coming to this farm and seeing Pearl. And he always, like, has a little peanut butter with <laughs> He has peanut butter treats <laughs> that he gives to her. Oh, my God. And here's a picture of Pearl. Oh, she has a beard. <laughs> and she has, like, a pot belly. I love the idea of a goat running down a driveway to meet a UPS yes. truck. Oh, I wonder if he gives her, like, scratches behind the ear. Oh, I'm sure he does. If he has peanut butter treats. Yeah. He gives like... her beard a little tickle. <laughs> oh, I, I love animals with beards. Yeah. I My grandma has a dog, and she she has a beard. She's just like, this is... <laughs> oh god <laughs> oh, isn't it <laughs> she just looks like a little old man oh I love it it's so perfect like a Hank the cow dog yeah they just look so grumpy and <laughs> and amazing <laughs> uh, I love it so much she's beautiful Pearl is amazing what a gorgeous I know little girl. gorgeous girl that's Animal Corner. Yay. Oh, God, that made me feel so good. Yay. Made me feel I was almost getting emotional. Because <laughs> when I hear about those, like, anything being rescued, and mm-hmm. like, yeah, immediate. Yeah, it's, uh, there's endless stories of animals being rescued. I have a friend who is an amazing friend because, well, for many reasons, but <laughs> <laughs> one of the things that she does is she, when I'm feeling really bad she'll just send me emails full of pictures of like puppies oh isn't that a great thing to do <laughs> yes it is I just think i'm only laughing because of how genuine your face is like <laughs> i mean isn't that the greatest <laughs> come on I'm re- i really love my friends <laughs> i think they're great people <laughs> Yeah, That's I just good. think it's a really special thing to do. That's really nice. I yeah. love puppies. Oh, yeah. Um, well, now I get to ask you about a time in your life when you received good news or gave somebody good news or ha- just any, like, a, an experience that affected your life in a positive way. Yeah. I, um, I, it's a, I, I feel like it's a pretty obvious thing, but then I'm like, oh, it's my life, so it's obvious to me, but might not be obvious to everyone else um but I was thinking of when my dad told me that he had got a job in Pittsburgh Mm -hmm. and it was you know I had spoken me and my brother always wanted to live in the states because Mm -hmm. we both love like American TV and we Mm -hmm. both were just like it's the best (laughs) let's go there and they had like so many flavors of bubblegum here (laughs) And 
you know, it's just, yeah, we were like very, I was just into the idea. I thought yeah. it was. And so I had a conversation with my dad while he was applying for the job in Pittsburgh. Yeah. And he had told no one except for my mom that he was doing this. And we lived in a house with like a bunch of different people who like, uh, it was like a lot, not just my nuclear family. Mm-hmm. And so he had just told my mom and nobody else knew and I was having a conversation with my dad and I was like, cause they had lived out in California in the eighties. And I was like, Hey dad, do you think you'd ever want to live in, uh, uh, America again? Yeah. And he, he got so freaked out. Cause he's like, how does she know? <laughs> he's like, uh, maybe. <laughs> but then I, yeah, the day when he told me, it was just like this really, really joyful moment for my parents to like share this with me. Yeah. They, like, got champagne, I think, and it was just, like, I think that my dad was terrified to tell me, too, because it was just, like, there was there was also the option for me to stay, I think. Mm-hmm. Well, not I think. They gave me the option yeah. because um, I'd gotten to this other school and they were, like, you can stay if you want. You can yeah. live here, stay at this house, you know, with the rest of the people that live here or you can stay with your aunt, like – you know, yeah. you don't have to come. And I was like, of course I'm going. going. Yeah. Like, of course. And, um, you know, we we moved to the States and, you know, it's – and then I moved even further away. Like, yeah. I moved from Pittsburgh to California. My parents are still in Pittsburgh. And it's incredibly painful being so far away from my family because yeah. I just love them. Like, I have a bunch of brothers. I have my parents. I have extended family that I'm not related to, but yeah. we grew up together. Like, all of this stuff. Yeah. And, it just but when I think about my life and like all the positive wonderful things in it Mm -hmm. and if that question ever comes up of like oh you know what if I'd stayed in England like what would my life be like and I'm like well it doesn't really matter because my life now is full of really incredible things like I'd like to spend a lot of time being like looking at all the incredible things yeah and the amazing people that I know and like the experiences that I've had, the time I had in Pittsburgh, which was amazing, and living in California, which is, you know, it's just, yeah, yeah. I, I'm so grateful for everything that I have and um, all of that, you know, started from uh, that day of my dad coming home and being like, I got this job. Yeah. Do you want to go? <laughs> Um, I love that. I like, uh, I love looking back on things in life and like acknowledging or realizing how much, what a huge impact, mm-hmm. like how one thing leads to the next yeah. thing. I think it's, uh, I think it's fun to look back on things and realize like, oh, if I had never met this person or done this thing, then this, 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 and this wouldn't yeah. have happened. Yeah. And I think it teaches us about I'm, I like to plan stuff, mm-hmm. um, like, because I, yeah, I like to, like, be like, oh, I'm going to do this, and yeah. I'm going to do that, um, but I like to remind myself by looking back um, that, you know, I, I can't actually plan anything. Yeah, and that I also, I don't know if it's fully the, like, everything happens for a reason idea, but it's, like, things work out how they're supposed to. In mm-hmm. the end, yeah. Well, because you make it work. That's the thing. It's yeah. like we, we, we figure it out. Yeah. Whatever it is, like if we have enough, if we have the kind of like 
no i think we just figure it out like that's what we're we're kind of like hardwired to do as humans is just like figure out our situation and adapt right yeah what's the british term that we were laughing at earlier uh go along uh, getting on with it yeah (laughs) yeah you get on with it (laughs) you just get on with it and then uh (laughs) and then you did (laughs) no yeah i just because it was hard for me to think about news because i because it because of because of that thing of like I'm like, well, that thing came from that thing. So yeah. was that really news? And yeah. that was one of the biggest surprises yeah. I think I've had in my life was my dad being, I was going to say coming out. And I was like, that's not what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> it's so great if this was just a long intro into the, like your dad How coming out. my dad out. came out, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, it was just, it was a, it was a really exciting moment and I don't, I didn't always, you know, I, I sometimes look back on it and I'm like, why, why did I do this? You know, like, yeah. why did I leave my family? That's insane. <laughs> it's so scary out here. I know. I feel that too. I want my mom. <laughs> uh, thank God for FaceTime. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, all that technology stuff. <laughs> yeah it does make it so much easier to be far it is hard to be far away though I think a lot about how uh difficult it is I mean just in general for people who are like forced to leave their homes like Mm -hmm. everyone who's a refugee right now like yeah how infinitely painful that is and how you know we create homes that's what we do We, we make a home for ourselves, and then you know, being forced out and then not knowing where you're, you can land. Yeah. Is, and, and just so much danger in between, you know, it's, yeah, that's, sorry, that's not good news. No, that's okay. I, uh, yeah, it, like not having a, having a home is like the first, a, such a huge thing. Yeah. When you're in between stuff or you're not like, and just in normal life in between stuff, mm-hmm. it's really hard to stay grounded or, or do anything or have any sort of routine when you don't feel like you have a home. Yeah, and I think about all the fortitude, like the fortitude and strength that uh, people have who, uh, you know, are living without a roof over their head. Yeah. And like that, that life requires immense strength. Yeah. To just make it through yeah. a day because the structure is completely it's it's not within the bounds of our comprehension yeah totally um and also the i was listening to a an npr story about a journalist who has recently uh come out about being like i'm an illegal immigrant Mm -hmm. and i'm an american journalist and who i have been for a long time and i um but telling the story of her family coming from mexico and how her parents basically had to like leave her and her brother with a dude at the border and mm-hmm. be like, take care of them and bring them to it. And it was like somebody they had all never met before. Some dude who was going to like help them get across and then get the kids into America. And she's like, I think back on that and like the, the amount of desperation that my parents must have had to be able to leave your kids with mm-hmm. this dude. Yeah. They honestly felt like that this will be better than, the alternative. There's a mm-hmm. poem. What's that poem? Have you read that poem? That's a to- I. It's saved as a link on my computer. I should 
wish I had my computer with me. <laughs> you know I mean? It's like, um, yeah, it's just talking about how you, you don't leave your home out of choice. Yeah. You know, like you're, you, it, if you're, you're a refugee for a reason and yeah. you're, or you're like escaping for a reason. There's mention of sharks in the poem. <laughs> it's a metaphor. <laughs> I'll have to read it. Send yeah. it over. I will. Send it with all the links. <laughs> yeah. All the stuff that I can't oh. remember. This is my worst nightmare. It's just being like, you know that thing? I can't remember no, either. No, no, no. <laughs> um, well, I love your story. I, and I love to, because like a lot of people come on and they feel like their story isn't big enough. Or, like, isn't it a big enough event or something? Like, people will preface it being like, I don't know, maybe this is a small thing or or people won't know. But that's, like, the reason I like to ask people these questions Mm -hmm. and talk through people's different stories is realizing, like, something that might seem basic from an outside perspective isn't actually. And it's, like, these little – these they're not little. They're, like, big positive things in life. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be like a giant event. It's like day-to-day life and making decisions and going new places that like make yeah. such an impact on us. Yeah. I actually was, when I was think, trying to think of something, I was like, does it need to be smaller? <laughs> like, what happened today? <laughs> Definitely found some pickle in my fridge. <laughs> Some pickle. I love that pickle. was a highlight. I love pickles too. I'm crazy for anything vinegar, anything spicy. Yeah, I love pickled cauliflowers. Whew. Um, there's a great, there's like a certain type of veggie medley canned thing mm-hmm. at the grocery store, and I can't remember what Ruined it is, it. and I don't know how to look <laughs> we'll it up. Put a link on the website. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this veggie medley. <laughs> Pickled, pickled veggie medley. Can that be the image for this episode? Yes. <laughs> yes, it will be. Thank God. Uh, <laughs> I'll Photoshop our faces on this. Yeah. I'm having too much fun with Photoshop lately. It's never too much fun with Photoshop. It's so great. It's magic. I wasted like three hours on it one afternoon. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I, I always, um, I always spend too long slash not enough time so i'm like there yeah what i deem is too long but it's never finished yeah (laughs) so i've just like half cropped someone's face and i'm like this is too hard and close it (laughs) i'm just gonna watch friends (laughs) that's another thing i spend too much time doing is watching friends yeah it's a little embarrassing on a good news note Y'all should check out Rose's blog. Oh, yeah. It's called Feast. Um, It's on the garden party. But, um, yeah. And I'm at, uh, well, I did tag it at the beginning of the episode. (laughs) (laughs) Which I'm doing in a much more suave way now. And then I'll also tag it in the episode description and on the Instagram Yay! Oh, this is so lovely. Thanks My so much for full. doing this tonight. Yeah, thanks for having me. I love it. Um, okay, everybody. Good news later. <laughs> <laughs> bye bye.
Thank you so much for listening to the Good News Podcast. Check out the Facebook page, Hello and Good News, and the Instagram, at Hello and Good News, for photos and links to the stories I talk about. And if you enjoy the podcast, please rate and review it. Bye-bye. This has been a Boardwalk Audio podcast. For more information and shows, visit BoardwalkAudio.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe now.